We should be live on Twitch. I see live. It's five, six, seven. All right. Well, in that case, <clears throat> welcome to So Let Me Ask You This. <laughs> welcome to So Let Me Ask You This, where two buddies discuss life's trivial topics and insignificant issues. But TK, I think you have a kind of significant issue you want to address off the top. Uh, not an issue. Uh, I just want to start this podcast out by saying uh, rest in peace to a Grambling and Gamma Psi legend, uh, LT Leon Thomas. Uh, he passed away today. Uh, I think he was battling um, cancer, uh, but he is known as the voice of Grambling. He announced all the football games and uh, he was known by everybody like they're going to have to have his his homegoing celebration on the football field. Like if that's not already in discussion, I'm putting it in discussion now. Uh, so rest in peace to, uh, to LT man. Good grambling legend. Well, may he rest in peace. And there's, there's pretty much no way to transition from that, but I will go ahead and say that right now I am currently in Detroit, Michigan, the place where you and I met and became friends, yeah. but I do not live here anymore. Right. And as we know, summer is in full swing vaccinations are up and vacations are back right so tk when you go on vacation are you the type to to be on the run be moving shaking going everywhere as fast as you can or are you the type that's going to uh be sitting back chilling how do you play personally personally martin i like a little mix so my wife is definitely the go 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 we're on vacation. This is what we're here to do. Let's plan things out. But what I've run into is that when you do that, you tend to miss some shit, right? Like when we were on our honeymoon, we planned uh, to go to Tulum because we were married in Mexico. As you know, you were in the wedding. I was there. Uh, we, were, <laughs> we planned to go to Tulum one day and the boat or whatever it was left at like seven in the morning. Definitely did not make it. Uh, simply because we were whipped, just physically, you know, tired. So I like a good mix. I do think that when going on vacation, you should spend that time going out and doing things because you're on vacation. You could sleep at home. I totally get that. But at the same time, I'm on vacation. I want to get some rest and sleep because when I get home, life is not stopping so yeah that's that's like the thing it. about the whole you can sleep at home right i'm not sleeping at home that's why i'm on vacation i'm tired right. i'm i'm sick right. of what i'm doing at home i don't get sleep at home so i want to go and relax for me when i'm on vacation i need to I, I need to have at least so one i suggest everybody do this at least once if you have the opportunity to you should travel by yourself one so that's how you really know how you like to travel because i realized oh, i didn't do this right at all like, i could have played this so mm -hmm. differently and there's nobody to blame but yourself so right what i learned from that experience i need to have at least one thing planned for if let's say i'm there for five days i need to have at least three things planned maybe four okay but nothing before noon people like right. i'm not setting an alarm on vacation okay if i'm looking at the water i'm waking up whenever god intends that it's time for me to wake up all right that's first and foremost and then whatever I'm doing, it's got to be refundable because if I don't feel like doing it, I'm not going to. That's the whole reason I'm on vacation, spending this money to be here because I don't want to do anything else. So I, I, I but I do appreciate the person who has like the itinerary and the person who has the situation set up 
because I would like to do something. And generally, once you get there, by the time I get there, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. I've had two mimosas. I'm not planning anything. But my right. day is done. Right. So you don't I even do, have the ability to plan at that point. Ability, want to, desire, none of it. None of it. Right. Not, you know, I, got, I got nothing going on. I'm not interested in any of it. So I can't appreciate the person who does plan. But if you're going to get upset with me, like like the person who has this itinerary of vacation, I'll go with them. But leave me if I don't make it in time because I will figure it out. Now, I don't That's leave real. me. You know what I'm saying? Like, leave me at the resort. Leave me at the Airbnb. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll have a good time. You know, it's all good. That's real. Uh, most people, though, I feel like aren't like that. Most people are not independent travelers. Most people really and truly as as trivial, I guess, as it sounds or whatever insert word here as it sounds. Most people are not good travelers. Like there are a lot of people out there that just absolutely suck at traveling. They don't plan anything. They can't be here at this time. They don't show up. They don't have the funds, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if you are with a group, I think the best thing for you is to know your crowd. You have to know who you're traveling with and and the way that they're going to like to move. If I know I'm going with Martin, Martin likes to sleep in. Don't plan anything for 12 before 12 with Martin. Don't plan anything before 12 with Martin. Go get mimosas on your own. Go do your own thing. I'll catch up with Martin in the afternoon. I, I might be there, but I also might not be there. You know what I'm saying? If you're right. depending on me to be there, then I suggest you you, you re, uh, reorganize your priorities because I'm not depending on me to be there. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> so are you considering are you considering this Detroit trip a vacation? Because you are on vacation. I guess I do consider right. it a vacation. I don't live here. So I mean, I, was, I definitely don't live here anymore. That's a fact. Because if I lived here, could you talk about people who are not good at traveling? Me, I'm not good at traveling. I booked this flight thinking it was for tomorrow. It, well, it was for yesterday, right? So I have a hotel for tomorrow, but not for today, which is why I'm staying in one of my frat brothers' homes. Thank you so much. However, as you can tell, I wasn't great at it, but I'm definitely on vacation because I just would have went to my home. If I still lived here, <laughs> like, I wouldn't need a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do have on a sweatshirt. So I'm like, wow. Meanwhile, we're still cooking down here in Texas. But my heat is my air is not on 78. So <laughs> I was about to say, I have I haven't I haven't been outside yet today. It's 327. I do not as a quick aside, not a fan of the eastern time zone, especially if you're working like working. If you have if you have the opportunity to, I highly recommend living in the Pacific time zone and working an East coast time job. Because like by this time, most of the time I'm done with my entire day, all of it. And I'm sitting back and guess what's about to happen. The NBA. Now I have four hours in, in between now and the NBA game. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do in this next four and four and a half hours. I just don't like, this is not time in my life that I have budgeted. Well, this you're is in the problem. That, Go get a Coney. <laughs> All right. And speaking of look, all right. So speaking of diners, you play fantasy football, right? Yeah, I suck, but yeah. Okay, so I I had to give it up. I played it before, but I had to give it up because I was doing things like losing games to guys who don't know anything, and they were like starting kickers and no defense, and like all of this random happenstance things were happening, and it was like literally making me upset. So I had to give it up. However. 
I find immense amusement among like the, the culture of fantasy football, right? And so I know you're in leagues. Do you do your leagues have anything like any type of punishment for finishing in last place? No, but we we play for money and I don't like to kick out my money for anything. So even if it's twenty dollars, I'm like, bro, y'all don't even know football. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, you're not even I good get, at this. I get that, but I would say this. What so what happens in week week seven when you know you can't win, but you also like, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna win first place. There's no shot. You have no shot. Like you start all your guys went down week two. You know, week one was great. You know, you led the league week one, but by week seven, it's over. Mm-hmm. So what's your motivation what to keep playing? Yeah. I don't have any. I, at that point, to be honest, I've come in like last place the last two years um, or second to last or at the bottom, regardless. Losers bracket. I stopped playing. I, I I send my money over and I'm done playing. I don't I don't play anymore. See, maybe your league should institute something like this man had in Mississippi. Now, I'm going to tell you about this guy's league and his punishment, which was to sit in a Waffle House for 24 hours. And for every waffle that he ate, he could shave an hour off of his time, right? So you get in there at, let's see, I think he he got in there at, let's, let's call it 10 a.m., right? Let's say he gets in there at 10 a.m. He eats one waffle. Now he can leave at 9 a.m. the next day. Does that sound like something like perfectly legal to do, right? You're good to sit there as long as you want to, as long as you're ordering food and eating it, right? Which in theory, that's what you're going to be doing. But is that something that you think that uh, you could get? Is that something that you think that you could get your uh, your fantasy football league to get with? My group of guys, probably not. They would all tell me to fuck off. But <laughs> but that is that is hilarious though. I had not heard about that. Um, that is that is so funny. And so, you know, do you know how big Waffle House waffles are? I mean, I've I have been to a Waffle House before, but I it's been at least a decade. I've seen no. pictures of from my man's Twitter thread of uh, they're huge of Waffle House waffles. Yeah, they're they're not small. No, they're not. Now, our good friend Ty, yes, he would survive. He loves Waffle House. Like it's literally like his like one of his top restaurants. So, um, if you want to call it a restaurant. So Ty would survive, but me myself, I would not make. It. I would sit there. For, I would have to sit there for a day, maybe twenty three hours. I may order one waffle, but so how many waffles did this guy get through? So he was in Waffle House for fifteen hours total, which means he ate nine. And I'm going through the timeline now. He ate two in a row when he first got there, right? So two down, and he said his stomach was already grumbling. He said the staff yeah. didn't believe in him, but little did he know. You, I mean, my man hung it through, right? So he had four waffles by an hour, uh, an hour and ten minutes in. Now he only ate nine waffles total, so he's almost halfway through the total waffle consumption. That's intense to do it in a little over seventy, a little over seventy minutes when you have forty. I don't know, twenty-four times sixty. That's a lot. It's a lot of minutes. All right, so let's, dude. Besides that, besides that. I don't want to sit and eat in a Waffle House, okay? Every time that I go to Waffle House, it's 4 in the morning. I just got out of the club, which obviously that's, none of this is happening at in 30 years, 30-year-old 30 TK, right? So it's 4 in the morning. 
I just got out the club and I'm getting food to, to go. It still takes an hour for you to get your food for some reason, even though I'm watching you cook it and I'm out of here. So I don't even want to sit and eat in a Waffle House. Nonetheless, for a day, imagine the things that he saw within that 24 hour period. So um, one of the things that he saw, two children can't be older than six are up at the up at the jukebox. Absolutely jazzed to hear whatever they pick after Enter Sandman. The kids pick Eye of the Tiger, so we decide to order his fifth waffle then, right? Okay. He got half <laughs> That gave him the motivation. <laughs> he, this is the picture of his fifth waffle. He's, he said, officially stuck in neutral at this point in time. Doesn't count. For, for our auditory listeners, he uh, he's got, I'd say, 35% of this waffle left, and it's not looking pretty. Yeah. He's got three yeah. hours. Yeah, it said four 4.75 waffles down. And uh, <laughs> in the outside world, there's a man doing this, which is walking with no shirt on, doing like a bunny-type hop. Because he's at a waffle right. house in Mississippi, of all places, right? Like, generally, I don't know about you, TK. Now, me. Growing up in Louisiana, I've been to Waffle Houses and all types of locales with all types of clientele. Now, mm-hmm. I imagine I have not been to this one in Mississippi. However, I have been to this one in Louisiana. It was just not in Mississippi. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Like, Every Waffle most, House is the same. Well, depending on where they are, because I've also been to Waffle House in Atlanta, which is a little bit different vibe than Waffle House in like Mandeville, Louisiana. That's, Waffle sure House in Atlanta be. is Waffle House in Atlanta is you know is a premier restaurant though like they love Waffle House in Atlanta in Atlanta our good friend Ty has told me that there is a street where there's a Waffle House that sits across the street from another Waffle House. Well, I mean, just in case one is busy, it's like Starbucks. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> so by week eight, this is his week eight roster. You know, because, you know, obviously people are like, dude, you've been in the Waffle House for eight hours. How bad was it? Carson Wentz, Josh Jacobs, Daryl Henderson. Who the hell is D. Moore who plays for the Carolina Panthers? D.J. Moore. Duh. D.J. Moore. Yeah, D.J. Yeah. Moore. <laughs> D.J. Moore. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nelson Aguilar. Uh Some Bryant tight end. I've legitimately never heard of him. Bryant tight end who was a backup in Cleveland. Uh, Josh Kelly, the Rams defense, and Mason Crosby. I don't know why it was so bad, but I guess it was pretty bad. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, at the end of the day, he sat there for an entire day. That's cruel and unusual punishment, but it's it's fair. I mean, he did uh he did puke and rally after Waffle Six, made it through nine, and then left. But one thing that I found that was neat, I wrote like I read his uh, write up about the story after this. And they kind of because he's actually, believe it or not, is a journalist. Go figure. Right. So he just happened to come right. in last in the Spanish Football League. Also was a journalist. Right. Who covers like politics in Mississippi, which is just got to be an infinitely fascinating and disgusting beat. But um, <laughs> but he as he was, you know, he wrote an article about his, his experience. And at the end of it, a woman who had driven like, I don't know, 10 some hours, right? After hearing of his tweets and her son had passed away or something along those lines, a huge fantasy football fan. And like seeing him do this silly thing 
made her feel good and she wanted to like give him a hug after and i was like i said it to my sister and i was like this is one of the reasons why i became a sports writer it's like stuff like mm-hmm. that sports sports means stupid things to people and it, it causes you to do things like sit in a waffle house for 24 and a half hours straight mm-hmm. that's fun yeah that's understandable speaking of sports and doing things etc etc sons and four uh, that guy has been made famous, viral, all of that. For those who don't know what we're referring to, there was a guy that beat up a couple guys at the Suns game, uh, and they actually went in four. So leading into fights, have you ever had to defend your defend your girl's honor by fighting or just fighting in front of her? Have you ever had a fight in front of a woman that uh, you are seeing at the moment. I've, no, I've had several several altercations in the past. However, none of them none of them directly relate to this. What we're talking about, especially because my man came up to the Ford Bronco plant just to get <laughs> suplex. And now I I actually like the Ford Bronco. I would like to buy one, so I'm kind of like, damn. Which I'll just get back inside and get to it. You know what I'm saying? But hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, the details had to get dealt with, as we saw. Um, there was one instance in particular, though, that I'm reminded of as I saw this. I'm walking down the street in Washington, D.C. It's my first time, and I'm on, I'm near Florida and Georgia Ave, near Howard University's campus. Anybody who's been to Howard will know this corner. And I'm walking past the McDonald's, and anybody who's been to Howard knows exactly what McDonald's I'm talking about, right? So we're walking past, and it's, uh, it's me and some of my frat brothers, and we're down there visiting. And this is still college time, right? Mm-hmm. And we're like kind of paired off, guy, girl, guy, girl, guy, girl. You know how it is. People talk and so on and so forth. So I see, and uh, if you've never been to the DMV area, like, I don't think I want to put it, the uh, the uh, the type of people that will cause trouble in the neighborhood are generally like wearing skinny jeans and like North Face jackets, right? Which they're fashionable you, thugs. Well, if you've been in West Bloomfield, Michigan, the skinny jean and North Face jacket is a sure sign that you are not a threat, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You, you are right. not. You're just simply not. No, no, right. But but on the East Coast, on the East Coast, they tend to dress really nice and really be about that. You know, like like they got the forty tucked in in their Balenciagas. You know, like so walking past McDonald's and I see I hear hey. Hey, light-skinned shorty. What are they talking about? Like, hey, light-skinned shorty with the red pants. I look down. And I just saw how to be talking to a nice, young, light-skinned woman with red, red pants. I was like, oh, damn. Like, okay. And then the next was, hey, light-skinned shorty with the red pants talking to that bitch-ass nigga. And I'm like, now, now I'm checking everybody else. Who else got red pants on? Because <laughs> <laughs> this can't be this 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 can't be me, right? <laughs> and so then, so I, I turned and looked a little bit, like kind of like out of the corner of my eye, and I seen it was over there. I made a business decision in that moment. Kept walking. Kept on moving. <laughs> <laughs> Said, you know what? This I could go figure. I could go figure out if they were talking about me. 
You know what I'm saying? That's the I'm reason. I'm just gonna assume they weren't. That's the reason they could have been, but you know what? When you assume, that makes an ass out of you and me. So I'm gonna go ahead and just keep it pushing. Yeah. Went on, had a, no. had a good rest of my evening. Did light skin shorty with the red pants keep moving as well, or? Oh, I, I mean, yeah, but the 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 coldest part was we weren't even like really talking. We were just kind of walking in the same area, you know. What I'm like we weren't really having like an in depth conversation that my man was interrupting. It was like, mm-hmm. like I was, he could have did whatever he wanted to do. I was just like, just such an unnecessary stray added to the situation. Like, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It right, was like right. I, I could have been a light post. You know what I'm saying? Or a trash can. It's like, hey, girl, next yeah. to the trash can. But it just so right. happens you were standing next to me. And so that's right. the way he's like, you know, bitch ass trash can. You don't feel any type of way about it. But you know, I was like, that's weird, man. What, what's you your problem the, with the environment? The trash can. Yeah. Uh, me myself. Uh, previously, no, but I remembered this uh, in college. I actually got whipped. I got jumped at a McDonald's for something. I didn't even bring it on myself. Now, everybody that knows me out there, you know me extremely well. I can talk a lot of shit, you know, especially before um, becoming a father and a husband, uh, et cetera, et cetera, you know, growing. But prior to that, I was, you know, I just could be reckless at the mouth. And all of those times never led to an ass whipping. But this one particular time, I was extremely intoxicated. I was in the backseat sleeping. Sound I right. wake up. I was knocked out. I wake up because I hear people screaming and yelling at uh, at McDonald's. I get out the car. Uh, I was in the car with uh, my. Yo, what is it about McDonald's, time. man? What's it about Yo, McDonald's? It, it's the orange. It's the orange IC, man. <laughs> it's the orange IC. It's something. It's something. It's something in the Sprite, the orange IC, and the Big Mac sauce because it makes no sense. Like because altercations always occur at Mickey D's. I don't get it. It started with recklessness, though. You know, the guy that stole, that stole the the. That's McDonald's true. From- <laughs> That's what it is. McDonald's was for was forged in a yeah this in icy this, shit. <laughs> yeah, this is nothing new. <laughs> so I wake up. I hear people yelling and screaming. I get out the car. I'm I'm the only man in the situation. I was with the girl that I was dating and her roommate. I'm just trying to calm things down, and all in all. It didn't turn out too well for me. I got whipped. Whipped. Damn, bro. So drunk at the time, too, that, I mean, I'm a college student. So drunk at the time that as they were literally stomping me out and the girl I was dating at the time, you know, she's like there helping me. She's like, are you okay? I said, I'm fucked up. (laughs) In more ways than one. (laughs) So... So you okay? no, it, no, I'm not. I'm not okay. Actually, I'm I am actually what you see here is a picture of down bad. Down bad. But I wouldn't I, I if if my wife was to call me and say, "Hey, there's a problem, blah blah blah." My initial thought is going to be de-escalate the situation because there is always the possibility that you are going to lose. Because if you lose in front of your woman, then what? Now, next time you raise your voice at her, she's like, yeah, all right. I saw what John did to you. You better stop talking to me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, so I, 
I, I would just avoid that and keep, you know, I'm gonna keep my my manliness to myself. I'm gonna try to de-escalate the situation. Hey yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's ride it out. You know what I mean? I will say, like, you know, hopefully you're not raising your voice as a woman too often, but I would say that it it would be a level of, you know, you sitting there, you're talking with your boys, and you know, you, the, you know, you're having the like the LeBron debate. It gets a little heated, right? And you stand right. up and you're like, ah, ah, ah. You know what I'm saying? And then I can see, I can see your, your wife being like, "You remember the last time you got exactly? Now, you that, might want to sit down." <laughs> and that right there is enough, right there, because then you can't really say anything because you know, damn, she's probably right, but I'm <laughs> not. I don't want to sit down, no. <laughs> you can't take an L. You you just can't take an L in front of your woman, especially not like the the way that 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 young man took an L. I hope that. I hope that he recovers uh, quickly, but nah, but I want to know it an L that I don't think that we'll be able to be recoverable from, right? Like I think that I could deal with a, a proposal gone bad, right? Like because first of all, I'm not doing one of those big grandiose like like it'll be on camera, you know, y'all can see it on Instagram, right? But the whole idea I'm, I'm having like 85 people in front of me to ask one of the biggest questions of my life, not a chance, no chance whatsoever. People aren't watching me sign big contracts. Why would they ask me to watch big questions? You know, I'm not doing that. So right. I can deal with the failed proposal because that's between me, her, and, and God, right? You know what I'm saying? That that No one else is going to hear about that unless I choose to let it be known. But mm-hmm. when you get to the wedding and somebody stands up in like a 90s romance movie and says, I object, I don't think there's any coming back from that. What do you do? I mean, seriously, like, I know that they asked this question, and at my wedding, uh, it was a blur. I, I'm sure they may have asked that, but you don't they really absolutely. I can, I can, can, I guarantee you they asked that question at your wedding. They've asked that. Well, not, okay. I, I mean, hey, I was there, but they've asked that question every wedding I've been to, as they do at every other wedding that I haven't been to. But in every wedding, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, what y'all gonna do? Right. <laughs> like what y'all gonna do? And I've come to realize that it's kind of a childish thing to assume that, especially like your wedding, where there was like eight, nine people there, right? It was a very small party. So it wasn't like there it was, was 30 people, bro. <laughs> no, I'm talking about well, outside of your friends and family, like you know what I'm saying? Like oh yeah, for sure. like you know what I'm saying? Of like in terms of people who were of age of I imagine the people who would have been gall enough to object at a wedding, right? <laughs> you know, right. you know. I, I, but that's why I assume I'm not saying that you had like a super small wedding, but in any event, I just don't, I can't imagine that it would ever happen. Like, how does that happen? And what do I do? I don't know. I call the police. Or, is, is that what you, you do? You know, you know what it really is? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm a snitch. You know what I really do? First of all, it all depends on the circumstance, right? Because yeah. who's objecting? Is somebody objecting that I'm supposed to be getting married to her or somebody objecting her getting married to me? Because in this scenario, I've never considered somebody until this very moment, somebody objecting that I should be marrying her, right? To to be like, Mm -hmm. for any reason, right? A, because A, that this person wants to be married to me or B, like maybe my wife is an unscrupulous character. You know what I'm saying? Or my fiance. So I never even, I always contemplated it to be the other way. And it really depends on her reaction because 
what if she hits you like a different world and is like, like if you think about uh, it, that, every that, time that's what I, that's what I was going into. I was gonna say the only time I've ever seen it happen and it work was a different world where Dwayne Wayne comes down the aisle, baby, please. But if I'm the husband or the fiance at that moment, I'm probably gonna swing on him, bro. It's just gonna be ugly. We're just gonna be on World Star. Because, like, what are you doing at my wedding, sir? You could have DM'd her last night <laughs> if you really felt like this. But don't wait until I put my clothes on. I have spent all this money. Like, there is a limo outside about to take us to, to the airport. Like, what is wrong with you? This is non-refundable. You could have told her this a long time ago. Do not wait until that day to tell me or tell her, you know, oh, I want to be with you. I object. No, well, we got to fight, bro. And then also, where do you like? How do you spin back from that, right? Like, how? Where do you go now? Okay, so it works. Okay, boom, boom, boom. You object. She comes with you. Now you're sweating because you know in every other movie you see they they ran far, far and traveled, you know, tons of distance. They barely made it, right? So now you're out of breath. Right. She's in a wedding dress. What are you supposed to go, do now? Like go to lunch? And what like, do I do? Because now she's gone. Well, I know what I'm doing. I'm going on vacation. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm, going, I'm getting in that limo, and I'm going on vacation. That's exactly what I'm doing. Because there ain't no way. Where am I supposed to go back home? No, I don't. That's tough. I, so why do they ask that? I mean, like, I know at this point it's probably just customary. You know, so that so they ask just because it's a part of their little spiel. But don't you think at this point somebody should have taken that part out? Like, if you got a problem, keep it to yourself. Or it's just like maybe address it at a different time. You know, maybe, you know, I guess back in the arranged marriage days, it was like, hey, maybe somebody didn't have a chance to voice their opinion. But at this point, that's true. With social media, I feel like you could just tweet it. We could do this on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. And yeah, trust me, we'll go viral. Now, that's like I feel like that's like a crazy kind of irrational fear in public of like what people are going to do. And I have another one for you. So I had to go to the bank. I, my days are all mixed up. I, I don't even know what time zone I'm in. But I had to go to the bank earlier this week to open an account. And so I had to like actually sit with the banker and mask on all of that. But I'll tell you, sitting inside a bank for longer than like five, ten minutes, just I get goosebumps. I, I hate doing it. I have just the feeling that somebody is going to, it's going to be my lucky day that somebody's going to kick the door down and rob it. And I'll be like, really? oh, everybody on the ground. Everybody on the ground. Phones on the ground. I don't know. Maybe I just watched like the town a million times as a kid growing up, but it is the most, like, I, and I know that it's an irrational fear. Like, I know that it makes no sense, right? Mm -hmm. But if I'm in the bank for longer than 10 minutes, like I, I will avoid the, I go to the ATM, like I deposit check to the ATM, like all of that. Like I actively avoid going into the bank. And I know that's kind of crazy. It's like being scared of getting on a plane because you think it might crash. Like, sure, it might crash, but the chances are so small. Like, but yeah, I'll just be thinking, man, people hungry, bro. And especially now, you gotta wear a mask, you have to wear a mask in the bank. But that's your fear that that the bank is gonna get robbed, really. Well, it's not that the bank is going to get robbed. It's all the ancillary things around the bank being robbed, right? Like, I don't necessarily care about, you know, what happens about the fiduciary loss of the bank being robbed. But if the bank is robbed, 
I I I I, I imagine I'm not going to be out of there in the 15 minutes I was planning, right? Like now the rest. <laughs> now I'm late for work. <laughs> now, exactly. Like if the bank is robbed, now I'm running on his schedule, right? Like I could be in here for days. You know what I'm saying? Like who knows? Inside who, man. Right. Exactly. What? Who even knows what the point of this robbery is? Maybe this robbery is a freaking plot to spring a trip to Mexico. I mean, I'm in LA. It's, it's only, you know, but so far away. Maybe they're trying to distract from the other thing that's going down downtown where they're trying to get the gold. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like all of that, it's just too many movies I've seen. But yeah, bro, I, I'm sitting in the bank and it's because all of a sudden, man, dude, you're down. He's like, now you're down, face on the ground. And, and now, like, dude, I'm over here, like, trying to, like, hey, running late. And they're like, no police. And I'm like, bro, like, I, hey, man, get you. I'm, you know I'm really just I'm really just emailing my higher up, bro. I'm right. just letting like, them know, don't look for me on Skype anytime soon. Are they going to come back hit me with, like, you know, wads and keys on the ground, phone on the ground? It's like, bro, I'm supposed to move my mouse in 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm going to lose my job. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'll be out here like you. Right, right. <laughs> or else I'm going to need to join the crew, bro. I drive well. Like, Baby Driver. <laughs> Baby Driver was a dope. I, I love that movie. That was a dope movie. But that's so that's one of my, I don't know if you have any other like irrational fears in public, but that is definitely one of my primary ones. And I can't shake it. Like, I'm 31 years old. I've been going into banks, I don't know, since like 13, 14. Like, yeah, I don't, it's not my thing. That's crazy. No, I don't, I don't have any irrational fears like that um i did want to say though last pod you were talking about uh money bag yo and you're going to the concert yeah today purchased our tickets for j cole oh i know you hate him <laughs> but i will be going to see j cole in concert so that is my i'm out of the pandemic let's go we get to see it's not until october but uh yeah, I, want to, I know you. You're not a J Cole fan, but wow. What a <laughs> hey, so what a way, what a way, to, what a way to spend your first. <laughs> wow, that is the most underwhelming. To, that's the most underwhelming thing I could think of to do. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> like, the J Cole hate. The if J. they Cole were like, "Yo, is so crazy." I got tickets I to J. Cole it. tonight. I'd be like, you know, there's a game on, looks right? Like, <laughs> looks like I'm gonna be looks like I'm gonna be at a bank getting robbed, so I'm not gonna be there. <laughs> right. Oh, no. I gotta run That's, J. Cole start to three. Oh, I gotta run to the bank. I'll be right back. You'll never <laughs> guess what happened. <laughs> That's so funny. Hey, so I wanted to ask you because you, you mentioned being a snitch uh last <laughs> when we were talking about we were talking about whatever we just said, where you said you 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 said so you snitched that, in that aspect. So you snitched on your neighbor. Bro, I had to. <laughs> I'm not proud of it, but it had to be done. All right. So look. So first, first it was like, so you know, I get up for work at ungodly hours. I get up for work mm -hmm. at like five, four. I get up for like four o'clock in the morning. And first there was a. Uh, one of my neighbors was blasting New Day CNN at at like 6 a.m. At I mean, it's so loud. I'm sitting in my room, sitting in my home, making making my own TV program, right, with the volume up. I'm listening to it, and I can also hear hers, like 
verbatim. Like I know what stories they're doing, right? But come to find out, she's literally like a hundred years old. Like she's literally ninety nine something years old. So it's like okay, all right. And that was my thing. I was like, unless, and that was the only time it was ever super loud. Was that it was her TV? So I was like, you know, maybe she's hard of hearing. Maybe she's maybe maybe she's hard of hearing. Don't know the volume up that loud. You know what I'm saying? This is not come to find out. She's literally ninety nine years old. Her name is Miss Evelyn, right? Okay. So now you're fr- now you're friends. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It's all good. You know, I just turned this volume up a little bit louder. I I get it. Okay. I, plus, I live okay. in an apartment. You know what I'm saying? You can't necessarily expect everyone to have a certain level. You know what I'm saying? You're going to hear your neighbors to a certain extent. However, one morning, okay, it is five thirty in the morning, and there is literally five people outside of my apartment and the way that it's set up it's like i'm in the, i'm in a back corner right so so my door is here my door faces one way and then i like the, the wall and then another wall and it opens out so like my door is on one side there's another side in the back door right so the back door is open to the other apartment there's like five people and a baby screaming crying like literally I mean, three feet from my from my guest bedroom window, right? So I'm hearing this thing. I'm like, and the guest bedroom window, I live in LA, it's open, right? So I'm like, yo, it sounds like there's a baby in my home, okay? So I go out there, baby lip is busting that. I guess it, it's a lot going on in that apartment, right? So I didn't say anything that day. Then the next day I had to record a podcast and I'm sitting here and as I'm sitting here setting up, I can hear in my headphones, I can hear bit, bit. I'm like, you know, the guy I'm setting up on me, Eddie Spaghetti. This is his name. I'm like, Eddie, what the hell are you doing over there? You know what I'm saying? He's like, that's coming from you. I'm realizing the neighbors are fighting and it's getting picked up in my microphone. <laughs> okay. Okay. And now it's like noon. You know what I'm saying? It's not, and this is like the leaf blower, I can. I hate it, but I understand it, right? But this right, one right. is just like, dude, come on. All right, so that was that. So I go close the window. It's hot. I'm in a... So anyway, the next day happens again. Another fight. So then I go down and I tell... But here's the deal, TK. Is this domestic with, domestic situation, like male, female? There's, there's so many people living in this apartment. I think Oh, it's you just, don't know. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Like, there's, okay. there's at the age range, like this is how I knew it was a lot of people that I met who live in this apartment. I met the the guy kind of came over after and knocked on my door and was like, "Hey, man, sorry about all this and that." And he's like, "Yeah, I live with my girl, who lives with her mom." And I was like, "No, no, no, you live with your girl's mom." That's, yeah, right. That, that's, yeah, that's what you do. You live with your girl's mom. Got it. But there's like all types of kids out that day, man. It's just a lot of people in this. And I, what I presume is a two bedroom apartment. So <clears throat> I go down to the office and I tell them, oh, but the, because the kicker is TK, they don't close the front door to the apartment. So I'm hearing all this, not because the windows are open, but because the door is open. The front door is open. They, they like installed a screen. And and I'm like, so I'm so I go down to the office and I had told them, like, Yo, okay, if you could just close the door, like one one night, like 930, they're blasting some movie and I can hear it like over 
Mike Breen and Mark, and, and Mark Jackson and, and Jeff Van Gundy, like literally here, like whatever, you know, shoot them up movie they're watching. You like, did. yo. Over yeah. Bang. <laughs> exactly. So I go and like. A whole other type of like, bang over here. Hey, can you close the door, please? It's 930 p.m. Right. Like it's right. So they close the door next day wide open. So I go down to the office. I'm like, if you could just tell them to close the door, that'd be great. I'm not telling them how to legislate their lives or anything like that. I promise you this, bro. They were allowed one more day and haven't been allowed since. I feel I feel horrible about it. Haven't Did been allowed since. No, no, they're, they're all there. They're still there. They, I mean, I hear them coming in and out of the apartment still, but you know what I'm saying? Oh, but like, I mean, like, like the office. <clears throat> but like this, but like it, they have gone down to standard apartment level noise. And now I feel bad. Because it's like, damn, bro. But they were leaving the door open. I have, I took video of it. I was like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. You shouldn't feel bad. I got somebody evicted. I fucked up his credit. Don't care. Don't care. He was ridiculously loud. We we lived in an apartment. Uh, This is probably, I don't know, at this point, two or three years ago. We lived in an apartment, and. The dude was loud at all times. See, I don't I'm not up at unreasonable hours. Like I have a pretty standard sleep schedule, awake schedule, etc. Like I work a nine to five, you know, so I'm awake at normal times. I'm talking three, four in the morning. We could hear dude next door having sex. We could hear dude next door like wow. music blasting. We hear him. Um, uh uh, music blasting, having sex, and just arguing with this girl, like with this random girl. It was just him. Oh. I lived there. I was about the, to say, it sounded like you were just hitting the one man having a good time. Until you got to the last bit. Nah, but it, it, one night it was it was so bad that I beat on the wall. Like we shared a wall. I beat on uh-huh. the wall. He beat back. Nah, yeah, he beat nah. back. Nah, you gotta go, bro. Like at the point where I'm letting you know, hey, yo. It's a little bit too loud, bro. And you say, hey, yo, fuck you. You got to go. <laughs> so, I mean, we I would call the security people uh, every night, pretty much, because every night he was loud. And I, I assume that he worked in a restaurant or a bar or something like that where he was getting home at two, three in the morning and, you know, still partying yeah. or or whatever else, uh, which is fine. I do. I don't really care. But at the, I can't. I should not be able to hear your music in my bedroom, as well as the fact that my girlfriend at the time, which is now my wife, uh, we have work in the morning, dude. Like, so I can't imagine if I had a baby. If I had a baby, it would have been me and him from day one. Because when when my baby is sleeping, we walk around this thing like. Like we're robbing the joint, like ninjas, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like I mean, like I've I've been there and witnessed uh, how y'all go into Pink Panther mode. <laughs> Very much like I'm slinking and slurping around. I'm not mad at you about it, but so to that point, though, sorry that that's see he made it personal. See, I didn't go yeah. in. The, I didn't go over there and be like, "Yo, can you close the damn door, please?" Right. I went very politely and was like, hey, it's 9.30. I kind of got to 
pay attention to what's happening in this game for my job that happens at 4.30. To, you know, remember that first time I came as late today at 5 a.m.? <laughs> I'm trying to do that thing again. It was like working from home. Yeah, if you, if you could uh, chill out. But, yeah, I think it, it got to be at least like 10 people to live in that apartment. It's stressful over there. Yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of hard for them to remain quiet anyway. Exactly, but <laughs> but like it made me think of something that it made me well just now because I'm actually a house guest right now, right? They don't have no space for no house guests. Well, as though I imagine they're the type of people that would be like, "Come on in, more the merrier," right? Uh, <laughs> but what's the longest since you recently moved into a house of which I was a guest? What's the longest you can take a house guest? Because I've been a house guest now for about. 13 hours, and I was looking on Hotel Tonight just in case. The longest that I can probably do with the person, depending on the person, is like five days. That's probably my max. Like, after like the fifth day, it's like, all right, like, what's the deal? Because at this point, now I'm on vacation, right? Like, when you get, when you have a guest, you know, for, one or two days, it's like, all right, I can I can slack off of this or I can let this right. go by and, and not necessarily like have to be there or have to do this and blah, blah, blah. But at the point where it's going on to like a week, I'm like, all right, my life is continuing. You know, like I am I, I, I'm not on vacation, so I need you to figure out what are you going to do? Are you going to, you know. Be paying rent? Or or what? Because I'm I'm running out of groceries. I'm Where's your contribution drinks. to this party here, pal? If you you're know, gonna be like here I, for this amount of time, because it's only thirty days in a month, right? So <laughs> that rent doing you've been here. Hurt. You've been here about a fifth of the month now. <laughs> like when we get when we get to a quarter of the month, it is far too long. So my max, yeah, thirteen hours. I think you good. I think you can you can finesse your way through that. I don't think you necessarily have to get out of there. But no, no, on. don't get me wrong. I'll, no one's kicking me out of the door here. I'm I'm good to stay here as long as I'd like to. But the thing is, it's just once you get used to having like autonomy over everything, right? Like, and plus too, like I'm I'm acutely aware that right now I'm in a bedroom that is not mine. This plant is not mine. What if he wants to see this plant right now? What if he wanted to take a nap? Can't do it because I'm in here yelling at you, right? Now, right. is it a big problem that I'm in here yelling at you right now? No. But I do this every day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. At some point in time, I'm going to be doing this again tomorrow, looking at my computer screen and yelling at Rob Parker. So it's just stands the reason it might be better for me to have a little quiet area where no one's going to bother me, you know, devoid of crying babies and, uh, you know, other people's homes. Do they have a baby there? No, but oh, I'm okay. just saying, like at home now, there was a crying baby. Yeah, yeah. See, it's different. When you were here, we had a baby, so it's like, yo, we gotta. But I also crying. speaking about scheduling travel, right? When I when I was went to your house, I actually scheduled it while, so I wasn't the the shows I had to do. I didn't have to do them at your house. I actually scheduled yeah. it that way. This one, I just messed up because I'm supposed to be in L.A. right now. But, you know, that's the reason why travel agents exist. Because wow. people like me cannot book their own travel. I'm glad you can make it here with me today, Martin. I, I truly appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> me too, bro. Me too. And so I want to end it. want to end with this. 
because I read this story today. Let me pull it up on my phone here. Ooh, that's not what I want. I'm going to pull up the video. All right, so TK, you and I have, have, have gone to our fair share of crazy parties, right? Mm-hmm. We've, uh, we've had one a of which time. the now, floor fell in. One of which the floor fell in, right? That's well, you were there, right? Like, I was not there, but you were there, and I've heard the story a million times. Yeah. Shout out to Chris, man. And uh, what I, I forgot what that is called, but it's something about how your kitchen floor is here and your living room floor is here. It's like ah, subterranean living room or something like that. In it's any such event. an awkward position to be in. Yeah, when you broke someone's floor. Yeah, because it's like, who do you even call for that? You know, who do you even call to, if, if the floor literally goes out at a house party, right? You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's at a venue. You feel like at a venue. That you shouldn't be having. Yeah, like. <laughs> That's such a deeper call than mom. You know what I'm saying? You got to call like two guys in a truck to come and like pick your floor up off the floor. Yeah. That's next level. That's tough. However, while we, well, see, that's what I'm saying. That's the perspective that you and I have. That's next level, right? If the floor breaks at a house party, it's probably time to go home. So I'll read you the, I'll read you the headline of this article. Redneck rave in Kentucky descends into chaos. After a man has his throat slit, a woman is choked in a fight over a blanket, and a man is impaled on a log, leading the charges for 48 people. Tens of thousands. (laughs) Redneck rave in Kentucky descends into chaos after a man has his throat slit. So this, this, somebody literally had their throat slit at a party. Now, I was at an infamous party in Detroit in 2015 called The Mixture. At that party, it got cleared out by pepper spray, and anyone who was there remembers it, and honestly kind of remembers it in a fondly way, kind of like, hey, we made it out. Mm-hmm. No one's throat was slit. Mm-hmm. No one choked each other over a blanket, and there were definitely no impaled by logs going on at this party. But just the rundown. Tens of thousands of people attended the five-day Redneck Rave Festival in the small town of Mammoth Cave, Kentucky last week. Fun fact, I have been to Mammoth Cave, Kentucky. Driving that through. Not, yeah. I've, driving, I've been to Horse Cave and Mammoth Cave, Kentucky. Not much of a difference. Dozens of attendees were charged with a range of offenses from drug trafficking to felony assault. Some were left seriously injured as grisly scenes unfolded as what organizers build as America's wildest and craziest country party. Of the more violent incidents, one man had his throat slit by a friend after a drunken fight, and a man choked a woman until she passed out. Several others suffered severed fingers. I'm sorry. Several others suffered severed fingers, broken bones, dislocated joints, and severe lacerations. I'm going to be honest. Of all the things that I just read out, the one that gets me, multiple people had several severed fingers? Multiple yeah, people playing, had their fingers cut off? They were probably oh, playing their game. Okay, okay, okay. That's what I'm like, dude. What they're probably playing the game where you spread your fingers and you put the knife through. This is some wild. This is definitely some Kentucky shit right there. Oh, 
Because I'm like, how? I, and and I, so the first thing that came to my mind is, first of all, how do several people get their fingers slid off, cut off? And But then the second thing was, why is that what jumped top to my mind outside of a man getting his throat slit and a man choking a woman out over a blanket? Did they keep partying after this man's throat was slit? Like, is he laying on the ground bleeding out and they're continuing to play uh, five finger whatever? It, it it looks like it. It looks like the throat slitting. This is a five day event. And it looks like from the sake of this article that the throats were slit on day two. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is out of control. So I just imagine, like, how how bad does your Coachella have to go before you leave? Right. Like, how bad? You know, do you stay after the gunshot goes off? Like, if I hear that somebody's throat was slit at this party, I'm probably getting out of here. Yeah, I mean, as soon as the knives are brought out, I'm I'm done. Like, why do you have a knife? <laughs> the knives in general, and yeah, in general, like what, like why are you walking around with knives on you? So, no, I'm I, I'm out of here. That's that is some of the why. That's that's that beats uh, a floor. Fall. Wow. The first vehicle that came through, we found meth, marijuana, and an open alcohol container. And one of the occupants had two active warrants. Police said to each other, this does not bode well for the weekend. Yeah, I was going to ask, what were they drinking? All of it, it seems. (laughs) Everything. All of it. Some of these pictures are insane, man. Like, there's TikToks of it, redneck rave, and people arrested from Kentucky, Michigan, Indiana, Missouri, and Tennessee. No surprises there. <laughs> None. But yeah, oh, and uh, a quote from the uh, organizer. He said, uh, the festival was the coolest thing he'd ever seen in his life. Uh, he thanked the police and fire departments to make sure everything ran as smooth as possible. He said, quote, we can definitely improve on a lot of things to make the one in October run a lot better. This was the biggest event we've ever done and had as many people and random things that happened and popped up unexpectedly. I felt like we all handled it very well. So, TK, I take it back. The J. Cole concert is the second least thing I'd like to do in October. (laughs) All right, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's great. You're not trying to head to Kentucky in October? Uh, no, I would. Uh, I'll, I'll rather listen. Knife. I'll listen to no role models, and I'll make sure to bring my my glasses oh, and books while I'm at rap study hall. Because well, I just don't listeners understand. Out there, listeners out there, would you please, please, please let us know: Is J Cole a sleepy artist, or is Martin tripping? Because Martin is tripping. You don't have look, to look. I'm not saying look, J. Cole is a good artist, right? In the same way that geography textbooks are informative, they're just not what I care to read. This man just called J. Cole National Geographic. <laughs> it's cold blood. <laughs> well, in that case, let's wrap up the second episode of Let So Let Me Ask You This, which is two buddies talking about life's. Uh, was it trivial topics and insignificant issues, and apparently bad rappers? <laughs> All right, until next, until next time, guys. Time. <laughs>
Wednesdays live on Twitch. And uh, of course, you can find us everywhere on all podcast platforms that you listen to. Martin, good talking to you, brother. <laughs>